When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thanks for joining us, Walsh. Good day to you. Very good day, Tony. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you, mate. Fantastic. Lyle, how are you? I'm doing well, mate. Doing well. Uh, good to have you back, mate. I wasn't sure whether we would after last week. Nah, mate. Wow. You're not that lucky. I don't uh, know whether we would. We wanted you back after last week. Ah, I well, did a very yeah. good job of filling Nine- in. I know, really I know, job. mate. I know. He told me all about it uh, Saturday <laughs> afternoon, actually, how well he did. We were, um, we were going to replace you permanently with him, but then we received his invoice. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's fair. Plus, yeah. um, you know, Wrestle Radio You're much cheaper. is probably... Yeah. Well, he's well, out of work free, for three weeks, so... Free is cheap. Um, Wrestle Radio Australia probably already stole Tosh. Uh, now they have a habit of stealing our uh, guests. No, they, no, they just took Jeff. Ah. Oh. No, I had old? to give them money to take Jeff. Exactly. I thought we gave Ooh. Jeff away. <laughs> a good episode last week, boys. You did well. Um, you told me you hadn't listened to it. Well, when you asked me on Saturday, I hadn't listened to it. Uh, since then, a couple of days have gone past, so listen to it. Um, we had some very good feedback on Dazzler. Yeah. Great book, too. Great book. Um, Shoreline, Shoreline Publishing. Go out and get it. It's an easy read on a, uh, you know, the, the golden era of Australian wrestling, yeah. Tony. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah, really good. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, and of course, our great friends out of the Australian Wrestling Network uh, who support us through this program and allow us to pay Tosh the money that he wanted for last week. <laughs> <laughs> did they send us the money then we forwarded on or yeah, did they just yeah, direct it the straight works, to yeah. Tosh? I think we just cut out the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> Back. I think Tosh still charges Mikey J for his friendship as well. So, yeah, it's worth it. All right, guys, time to catch up with our guest this week. And boy, oh boy, has he uh, clocked up some frequent flyer miles over the last few months. Matty Hayter joins us. So, uh, you've been everywhere, mate. Welcome to our show. Yeah, look, I'd rather be somewhere else, but I guess I'm here. Yeah, apologies for that. Um, we asked Renegades for. For someone to represent their brand, and obviously they chose their their best talent. Well, uh, I am wearing the shirt. I am, as uh, the Renegade management would know, I'm a big company man, so I'm doing them a favour by being here. It's not for you guys at all. Um, it's not even for me. It's for the Renegade management team. So here we are. Well, how is your relationship with Renegade's management? Because they held you back for a while and wouldn't give you the opportunities that you deserve. I know. Um, look, we got past that. I'm just, I'm very fortunate that I have uh, some very good brothers at hand, as as JXT 
once said, um, opportunities aren't just given to your mates. You know, you have to earn them. And I'm glad that someone like JXT saw a person like me and thought he deserves the opportunity of a lifetime that he's never had before. I must say, um, you and JXT have a really good chemistry on uh, on screen. Um, and it is something I'd like to see a lot more of. You are part of the Mount Rushmore of Wrestle Rock. Um, what life, baby. Will we be seeing more of Matt Hayter and JXT? Look, last time I was on here, I gave you guys a little insider scoop on, uh, I think it was... Geelong show. That's the one. Yep. At least you remember, I don't. I'm too busy making all the towns. Um, <laughs> but... I'll give you another little insider scoop. When when you're a Mount Rushmore, you're a Mount Rushmore for life. So uh, him being, what do they call him at Wrestle Rock? Like, what is it? The uh, come on, you guys know what what he is. He is Mister Mister Wrestle Rock. There you go. When you're Mister Wrestle Rock, you sort of have some perks up your sleeves. So hey, who knows? Maybe the next Wrestle Rock show, you will see the hottest stable in Australian wrestling. Now the the Wrestle Rock show is so. a, it, it's around Halloween. Um, will you guys be dressing up uh, at all? We're not nerds. We don't dress up. There's... Lyle is a nerd. Well, I'm, um, obviously, I'm a nerd. I was. Um, I just went, I, I scrolled the you know. He back collects in the dolls. Ah, uh, he's one of them ones. Dolly boy. Thing. Well, you know, your, your friend uh, JXT may um, dabble in it as well. Uh, he's allowed. He goes to the gym. He's jacked. I'll take that as a compliment. Um, we talk. We do have. We do have similar interests. Uh, Keep talking, yeah. nerd. Well, I, I did. I scrolled back uh, through your Instagram, and you're not a. You're not opposed to dressing up in the past. Um, Correct, you know? but that's for the. You know, it's for the right situation with the right partner. Now, me and JXT, we don't have to dress up. We are everything that Wrestle Rock needs, and quite frankly, you know, Australian wrestling needs. But then on the other flip side, me and uh, Seabass, world class egos, greatest tag team of all time, um, you know, we like to get in there and have a bit of fun. Uh, and, you know, if we just so happen to find some costumes of our favorite movie ever, Frozen, um, we may wear them. Yeah. Oh, what am- yeah, you got another favorite movie, Happy Gilmore, dressing up as Chubbs. That was a good one. That was that was uh, actually my very first night at RCW. So many many years ago, and oh, once again, I, just... I went way back. Don't worry. Uh, your Stevie uh, Richards was very good as well from uh, BWO. Ah, yes, that's um, them them uh, events that I used to do were held on Sundays, and uh, let's just say there were there was more talent in the locker room than people paying tickets to come see us. <laughs> So, me being the smart businessman I am, I thought, how can I get a kick out of this myself? And, you know, the uh, ECW Unoriginals, as it so got tagged, um, <laughs> was a bit of amusement for me. Jeez, I've been to a um, few of those promotions where there's been more in the locker room than people in the crowd. Hey, uh, look, some people like to have fun with it. Some people take it seriously. Yeah. I like to look on the joy of uh, them things. Tony ran one of those promotions. That's so. Exactly right. <laughs> Um, what about if Wrestle Rock ran a costume contest where people had to dress up like members of a Mount Rushmore? 
Now, that's not a bad idea. Like, straight away, my mind goes to my very good friend, Gore, because I imagine that if he had any opportunity to dress up as his hero, the person he looks up to the most, me, he absolutely would. Would he have to hit the gym a bit harder to dress up as you? Oh, 100%. Like, if he's going to do it, I'll write him out some meal plans and some workout plans so at least he can put some sort of size on to, you know, like if he's going to if he's gonna play Matt Hayter, he's got to look the part. Um, and at the moment, he's just a pale, skinny little rat. So, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Do you have to substitute, substitute that, that horror mask he wears and have a Matt Hayter mask? Because obviously he's not as uh, beautiful as yourself. No, 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 no. Like, I've heard this rumour that, like, gore is short for gorgeous, and I just don't see it, to be fair. Um, like, he wears that mask everywhere. It's really weird. I don't get it. But, you know, that's that's what you do for your friends. You support them in whatever they do. And, you know, he's my little buddy. He's right under my wing. Um, every time I see him at an event, I always critique his matches. I tell him what he can do better. Um I'm, I'm like, I'm a hero to him, a mentor. Like, like I wish there was more people like me in the scene to help him out. You know. I see you were over at the EPW camp recently. Were you being a mentor to the trainers there? Oh, hundred percent. David Storm, right underneath my wing. Um, me and Slats, you know, we get along. Both Adelaide boys. We're chatting about Billy's and, uh, you know, the grappling. Um, Unfortunately, uh, what's his name? The one that the real wrestling, uh, Gavin McGavin. Uh, unfortunately, he wasn't there because he had COVID or a cold or something. Nonetheless, um, maybe he just was intimidated that you were there. He probably was, to be fair. Like Tony, it's the zombie. Oh. Tony, it's Gavin McGavin calling him. Bloody hell, um, Tony. Yeah, Gavin McGavin. He probably was intimidated because, like, he calls himself the real wrestler. But realistically, in any locker room I'm in, I'm the real wrestler. A lot of people out there think you're a smart ass. Who are these people? Those people? No one in this room. Well, no, no, I'm just saying there's people out there, not us. A lot of people um, do think that, you know. Whether they're, they're buying a ticket, whether they're in the locker room, whether they're management. Again, everyone has their opinions on Matt Hayter. It's just, I put it down to, they don't really understand the Matt Hayter charm. Do you find that you have just a, a certain bit of arrogance about you? I mean, look at me. I oh, wouldn't I? Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Tony, uh, you're uh, yeah. confusing confidence. Self-confidence. Well, 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 with arrogance, yeah. okay. With point. arrogance. Yeah. At least one of you is smart. Not arrogance true. if you can back it up. I think you might have picked the wrong one, though. <laughs> I'll say one of you. You can pick who yeah. it is. Uh, we will. Uh, off air. We will definitely. We all know who it is. Um, but, you know, t- talk us through the, the Super Camp. Was there a lot of uh, good young talent from all across Australia there? Oh, absolutely. Um, now, you know, I don't really like to blow smoke up, of, up over other people, but... Um, them boys that are being produced out of the PWA training system are absolute assassins, uh, to put it simply. Um, there is my boy, the Reese Angel. Um, he is an absolute talent, that boy. And I can't wait till he gets the opportunity to really run with the ball. Um, and then there's a few of their unnamed rookies that are expecting to make their debuts very soon. 
Um, and they're going to light up the world. Um, you know, when I went over there, the only there was another Wrestle Rampage rookie. I forgot her name, unfortunately. She was pretty good. Um, then there was a lot of Queensland talent up there too, and that sort of like that makes me really happy to see because, as we all know, uh, Queensland wrestling has always, for some reason, whatever it may be, has always been a bit of a step behind the rest of the country. Um, so it's good to see the young fellas taking it into their own hands and seeking out more knowledge. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, I think for a while, uh, Queensland was probably the premier wrestling and then they sort of went missing for about seven, eight years. And I feel like there's a movement up there um, that's that's really pushing the barrow. A hundred percent. And it's what it comes down to um, is... The old guard is finally moving on and the young, hungry lions, assassins, whatever you want to call us, are coming in. And, you know, we're not going to, quite simply put, take shit anymore. Like, if we want an opportunity, we're going to do everything we can to go get it. And you were up in Queensland recently. What was your your experience like when you were up there? Uh, I was cheated. Outback Adam is a little rat. But, but... um, I got to go up there. I got to check out the Three Count Academy, which was pretty awesome. Um, it was a bit of a culture shock going up there because the last time I was up there, the scene wasn't in the best of, uh, you know, it didn't look the best at the moment that I was up there. Um, and then getting to go back up there a few years later and seeing the growth and seeing everything change and, you know, seeing dudes uh, someone said, I can't remember who, but it popped me pretty well. It's like seeing the difference between dudes uh, holding a can of Coke in a ciggy before their match and now seeing them pump up and drink pre-workout, put oil on, you know. People actually care about what they're doing. This isn't just, oh, it's a bit of fun with me and my mates. Have you noticed that um, over the last three or four years that actual companies and wrestlers from different states working together and trying to lift the scene has increased. Absolutely. Um, You know, and that's all across Australia. Um, I think it's more so like when you see a collective unit of people who want to work hard and want to smash their goals and want to strive towards getting to that next level, um, it really lights a fire underneath everyone. Um, As Gavin McGavin would say, a high tide raises all the boats. And I hate that I'm quoting him, but nonetheless... Um, it's true though like everyone wants to play for the team that's winning um, no one wants to be part of the team that's constantly losing or just doing good enough you know and you're you're, you're a trailblazer in that um, you know you started working with multiple companies in Adelaide when not everyone was doing it uh, you know back in the day so I did I did there was one point where it was just me um, and I did clock like cop a bit of flack for it but you know i i was always under the impression of like you know we all love wrestling like who cares where we do it um now i'm a, I'm a bit more of a businessman i understand why there's some exclusivity between uh companies and whatnot but if you can wrestle everywhere then absolutely do it like when i was the only guy it was great because one weekend i'd be in a completely different locker room to the next um, and it'd be a completely different match. 
And then, you know, the, the um, as the uneducated would say, the forbidden doors started opening and you saw guys like Havoc, bit of an old fella, been around forever. He started wrestling everywhere. And then, you know, it was me and him and then the doors just blew off and uh, everyone was everywhere. Yeah. I think it's a big win for the wrestling fans, you know, companies sharing talent. You get to different matchups. I know Julian Ward, he was one of the first to do it in WA when um, a lot of those promotions were closed doors to everyone so you know hats off to to guys like yourself for knocking down those forbidden doors uh they don't exist anymore but um you know at one point it was very much so like you wrestle where you are and that's it and i'm glad that guys like me and even that cretin julian ward got to go out there and you know educate the other people that could go oh we can actually we, you know, we're mates with each other. Why can't we go over there? Oh, we can? Cool. Let's do it. You started yes. off a successful wrestler. You're even more successful now than what you were back then. What is the Matt Hader recipe for success? If you were to write a recipe like you were making a cake, how would you write the Matt Hader recipe of success? Well, obviously, it starts with a really good tan. Um, that's just the standard. So two cups and of then, tan? Hey? Two cups of tan? Two cups of tan. Um, Sorry, Tony's obsessed with food. That's that's fair. Um, two cups of tan, a sprinkle of glitter, um, a whole heaping of ego because, you know, it's an ego-driven business. Um, uh, the physique of an absolute body guy because that's me. I am one of the last real body guys in the Australian wrestling scene. Um I don't know, you know, a bit of, bit of confidence, um, a bit of like, a bit of up yours to yep. everyone because you need that. And like, just a, a pinch of pizzazz. A pinch of, pizzazz. a pinch of pizzazz, I reckon. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, you need to have a lot of, uh, you know, lack of care because I get told all the time that this person doesn't like you or that person doesn't like you and, you know, I don't really care. Um, I'm just me. I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I know when I'm inside the wrestling ring, uh, I'm untouchable. So the Matt Hader recipe is exclusive to Matt Hader, unfortunately. So I can't give out all yeah, the secret ingredients. Uh, it's a recipe that can't be followed unless yeah. you've got the genetic gifts that Matt Hader's got. Hmm. Correct. And like some of the Jeff's jabs help out every now and then. It's just everything. Everything. Are you a vengeful man? Am I a vengeful man? Oh, look, I want to say no, but, you know, we remember. We always remember. Who, and I asked Lockie Hendricks this question the other day, who's your um, opponent that you feel like you've got the best chemistry with and you think you'll be having great matches with right up until you retire? Like forever. <laughs> So that's hard because I've wrestled a lot of people. Um, I mean, for for a point of reference, Lockie's answer was Mitch Waterman, who we started training with, and he just feels like that chemistry that they developed from that moment will just stay with them for the rest of their careers. Is there someone um, do you do you have do you have that guy? I reckon uh, Zach Sabbath. Um, who we're going to see had, at Renegades this week. 
you will see a Renegades this week. He'll be carrying in my bags to start off with. Because <laughs> I spoke to management and said, this kid's all right, you know. Um, but he had a heavy hand in helping train me. And I've wrestled him more than I've wrestled anyone else um, ever. So, you know, it'd either be Zach Sabbath, um, Katie Trey. I've wrestled him a lot, like this year, a lot. Almost a stupid amount. Um, <laughs> funny enough, not on any of the RCW main shows, just a whole bunch of uh, beer and barbecues, tour shows, all of the above. And somehow it always ends up being me and him in the ring. So that'd probably be my two, Zach Sabbath, Katie Trey. Awesome. Let's see, yeah, so it's you, you paying it forward. Uh, uh, JXT gets you the opportunity at Renegades. Now you're paying it forward to. Zach Sabbath to give him the opportunity. You're a giving yeah, look, man. There's, there's, there's one thing that um, people can't lie when they're talking about Matt Hader, and that is Matt Hader looks after the boys. Matt Hader looks after the kids. Um, if I can give someone an opportunity, then I'm going to do it. Someone who you're probably not going to give an opportunity to this weekend is Rat Daddy. Um, mm who you haven't wrestled for a long time. Was the, is it only what the one time at um that terrible iron fist, that ham fisted iron fist promotion that you two have wrestled? Ah, uh, look, I wish, I wish we didn't dig that one up, but um, <laughs> again, um, no, to be fair, no one saw it. Uh, yeah. Very fair. <laughs> uh, that was one of them nights where I should have dressed up as someone else, but um <laughs> Yeah, I've only I've only wrestled him the once. Um, we are both, funnily enough, uh, completely different to what we were then, but also very similar. Um, and it in it's funny enough that like the rap daddy Matt Hater dynamic is so similar that it's always spoken about in South Australian wrestling, and it's such a big match here that people want to see. That we took to Melbourne. Yeah, to the big stage. Yeah. Uh, come on now, don't be silly. Well, it's not just Melbourne. Renegades is a national promotion. So this is a Correct. national, nationwide uh, match. And obviously, you know, you're going to de- defeat Rat Daddy. Unfortunate for Rat Daddy. And It's very you know, unfortunate, you know. Like, like I said, I like looking after the kids. But, you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for Matt Hayden. Yeah, they don't come around all the all the time, so you got to grab them with two hands. I'm just nervous that someone's going to try and take your opportunity off you through nefarious means. Just watch your back. Um, I've just got this bad feeling. You've got this bad feeling. Yeah, like it won't well, be through any fault of your own. Obviously, it never is. That's the thing. Like it's it's never my fault when anything goes wrong because everyone knows. Another another universally known thing that Matt Hader is always the victim uh, in any situation of his life. Um, he's never done anything wrong, and anything that has gone wrong isn't his fault. So, when it comes down to me and Rat Daddy, the only fault of my own will be unfortunately sending him to the hospital. Uh, the hospital's a bit mean. That's a bit mean. I'll I'll to the, to the first aiders on hand, I guess, to get an ice pack or something. But just in case, he probably should uh, make sure that ambulance coverage is up to date, is what you're saying. Well, 
he's a dirty, dirty man. So I can only imagine that he doesn't have ambulance cover. So we'll he definitely doesn't, doesn't have private health. That's for sure. No. no. Just before he before the match, make sure he googles uh, late night uh, veterinarian clinics. Yeah, in Melbourne. I'll look a few up. I'll, yes, I'll we'll have one. Wing again. I'll say, come here, rat boy. Let me let's let's look up where you're going after. All right, we'll get you a fillet of fish on the way. We'll look after you. And, and when and when you win the title uh, Saturday night, what's the what's the first thing Matt Hayter's going to do to celebrate winning that title? Um, I'm going to probably grab the microphone and have the attention of audience for about solid like thirty minutes. Just talking about how great I am. Um, so send the crowd home happy, in other words. Exactly. Like someone's got to do it, and there's there's a real like lack of it happening. Um, so I'll be the one to step up and do it. Um, I'll celebrate with uh, my Melbourne bastard brothers. You know, we've got Cracker Jack, we've got Gore Jack, and who can forget about Matt Hader? We'll celebrate. Um, I'll probably have a thousand beers, a fillet of fish. Uh, and then I'll go to my five-star hotel and, you know, jump in the spa and relax with my new championship. I'm concerned about your love of the fillet of fish. Concerned? Mm, it's not a good burger. What? I'm not going to lower myself and curse, but you almost had me there. I almost said a swear. <laughs> Man of integrity. I really um... am. Well, that's a change for our guests. <laughs> that's yeah, that's for sure. Like said, well, you... High tide raises all the boats, and if I can teach the kids that we don't have to, we don't have to curse, and we don't have to swear, and you don't have to be angry all the time. Um, I'll do it. You've now, um, now... you've had some shows with DMDU, and that's been a a real um aim of yours is to stop the swearing in that promotion. Um. Have you ever collected, actually collected any money in that swear jar? I have. I have. Um, before I wrestled uh, Emin the Kid uh, at one of their Sunday events at that bar, um, someone in attendance said the big C word. And uh, very quickly, the whole crowd turned on them because I am DMDU's favourite son. They quickly turned on him and we collected our money and we got on with it. And I beat Emin very easily. Um, he only kicked me in the head a few times, but I still beat him very easily. So you would go to some of those DMDU shows that swear jar would get full pretty quick. If the it's crowd the had money. Well, yeah. If people in the crowd actually had money, um, mm. it would be full. Uh, well, you're my, you're my pick for Saturday night. Um, I can't Smart. see anyone in the tournament defeating you so yeah neither can i like i've i've uh, wrestled rat daddy before and look I, I don't see him on my level I'd, I'd see me ending him very quickly um it'll be a short night at the office and then you know what an opportunity it would be for matt hater and lover boy to get in there for the first time ever um and the same can be said about matt hater and matt diamond what opportunities we have there so I'll leave it up to you, boys. What what match would you like to see the most? Matt Hader and who? Well, I me, have been outspoken in the fact that I think um, Lockie's lost his killer instinct lately. I um mm. I like Lockie when he's 
when he's got a that harder edge. Um, a bit of a bit, too, a bit mean to him, son. He's too nice at the moment. Mm. So either of those matches would be an absolute banger, and I don't really, I don't mind which one it is. Yeah, I I see if it's Matt Hayter versus Matt Diamond in the final. Can you have a stipulation that the loser loses their first name? But they so don't spell it the same. That's no, a horrible that, that's idea. It is Matt Hayter, and then Diamond just becomes Diamond after you beat him. Well, the thing is, if I wrestle Matt Diamond, I will, first of all, I'll shake his hand. I'll say, hey, man, I really respect what you've done for the scene. You know, you've, you've built up this repertoire of absolute killer matches and unfortunately, I'm ending your career tonight. But it's fine. It's fine. Because I'm going to take you to the shops tomorrow. And we're going to go to the lolly section. I'll reach to the top shelf for you. Grab whatever you want. Because you won't be able to. It's fine. And I'll pay for it. I'll treat you well. Because Matt Hayter looks after the kids. He has had a good career. so Yeah, yeah he has. He's a bit old now, though. He's he's definitely lost a step. And uh, I will expose that if I have to wrestle him. Well, do we have a Matt Hayter tip for the women's title? Or... Oh, look, as long as Sharon doesn't win, I'm happy because her laugh irritates me, like, beyond belief. Uh, Aisha's cool. Like, we had her at RCW uh, at our last event, and she's she's really good. But, you know, I can't go past my girl. I can't. I can't go past Ali. Um, so that's my pick right there. Makes sense. Yeah, she's my girl. And then if she has the championship, I have the champion. <laughs> Power couple goals. Come on, fellas. How many right. titles do you reckon you could hold at one time? Um, there was a point in space and time where I had more championships than I actually had pairs of pants. So I think that can happen again. I don't know. The... But you're a man of the kids, so you can have some young boys carrying your titles behind you if, if you can't Zach have Sabbath them. Zach Sabbath could carry some for you. That's it. Yeah. Matt Diamond. I, come on, all the boys come through. I've got I've got Chris Basso carrying all my towels because he's my towel boy. I love him to death, but he's my towel boy now. Uh, we've got Zach Sabbath carrying my RCW championship, I guess, because that's as close as he's going to get to it ever again. Uh, Matt Diamond and Loverboy can both collectively carry my Renegades of Wrestling Championship for me because I'll be the champion. Uh, that sounds like a plan to me. Look, again, I've given opportunities to the kids. Someone's got to do it. Thanks a lot for joining us, Matt. We've, we can't wait. We can't wait for Saturday night to see. It's been your pleasure. We're going to see you twice fun. in one night. I know. And then after it, you're all going to buy me beers. Because, yep. you know, I'm going to need them. I'm looking forward to that 30-minute go-home promo as well. So, uh, Well, I'm going to give Okada a run for his money. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be minimum 30, minimum 30 minutes. Look, the promo is going to go longer than the matches. It's simply put. The matches, you, you expect they're going to be squashes, wouldn't you? Um, look. Or do you play with your food? Got to give the fans something to watch, I think. Look, as we know, Matt Hayter is giving man. And, you know, the Hayter train, it comes and goes. 
So ask your mum if I last all night, all right? That's all we need to know. I'm not saying you can't last all night. I'm just saying you may not have to. I never have to, but I do. I yeah. absolutely do. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to ask Welshie's mum that. That just seems inappropriate. Well, ask your mum then. That's fair enough. That she would know. My mum's a saint. I know. Trust me. <laughs> I think she's got Matt Hayter tattooed on her arm, so. Mm-hmm. Hey, didn't you get that BDE tattoo? I heard about this one. Which one? Uh, Tony. That's Tony. Tony's getting that. In the office. He has to get the BDE tattoo. He better. Do you reckon he should get a Matt Hader one to go with it? Yeah, well, the BDE boys are well underneath my wing too, so it only makes sense. Of course, you wouldn't really want your brand associated with Tony's rig. Ah, look. Although it is a big backdrop. No word of a lie, he wouldn't be the first person to have my name tattooed on them. I'm, this is 100% someone out there has my name tattooed on them. And the funniest thing is, me and that person despise each other. So there you go. <laughs> so shout out to that person. That's a little That's a little scoop for you. The people that know, they know. I think we'll leave it at that, Matt. Thank you so much for your for generously gracing us with your presence. Um, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday night. Tickets are still on sale. Yeah, it's going to be a sellout. And I get 95% of the ticket sales because that's in the Matt Hayter contract. Does everyone thank you for the house? Uh, yeah, absolutely. No well, thank you for the downloads. I'm sure that we're going to have our record downloads for the year. Hey, you're welcome. We did it last year with the last uh, episode of the year. And now we're doing we it did. Here. Beautiful. So, you know. This has been Matt Hayter on the Turnbuckle. You're welcome. Well, Walshy, there's been a, uh, I suppose, an incident that's been. Well, we spoke us. about this last week. Well, we did, yeah, and it's, um, it's all to do with the uh, the Craig Cole, Graham well, Flem, the identity of this man. I'm not sure. Um, I'm hearing mixed things, um, and I want to get. I said last week we'd get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Um. So, I have. I'm trying to do so, and I've got a um. Well, I've contacted a concerned citizen. Yeah. Who has tells me he's got evidence. Okay. Well, bring him in. Let's talk. Well, hi, fellas. I am the concerned citizen. It is not Lord Mark Williamson. It is not Mark Williamson, but it is I, the common man, the concerned citizen. I look for truth. I search for truth. I search for justice. That's what I am here to do tonight for you fellas. Mr. Common Man, is it true that you've done a fair bit of research into this whole... Do I call you Common Man? Sorry, I don't even know what I'm going to call you. What do I call you, Mark? You can, you can just call me Mark. Okay, good. That's, but, cool. That's better. But, uh, look, as a concerned citizen, there there is a statement going around that is said by people, do your research. And that is something 
I have done. I have, I have researched high. I have researched low. I have gone to the site called Free Thinkers, Not Free Drinkers. It's on Reddit. And have discovered the name of a former wrestler of mine. I'm not even going to mention the name he calls himself. Everyone knows what it is, but it is Graeme Flem. That's Graeme with Good. an E at the end. So, so sorry, you go, Welshy. No, I mean, look, he's not, you're not going to mention him. Look, we're talking about the pit bull, Craig Cole, who. Graeme Flem. Graeme Flem. Let's, let's not Local lie. Let's not call. It, let's not call. Let's not feed into this lie that's been spun to trick people. It's Graham Flem. I don't Graham, understand why someone that's would... his government name. Graham Flem is his government name. Well, look. Yeah. Uh, to my understanding, Graham Flem did an Ultimate Warrior and just changed it to a to a to a pseudonym. To, to a different name, to pull the wool over all our eyes. We all know it's Graham Flem. Graham with an E, Flem with a G. You've known him for a while. But yes. When you first met him, how were you introduced to him? I said, call me Fleming. Hey, you see, I when, when, like when I met him 20 years ago, I was told I was introduced to him as Craig Cole. Well, I've always just, inter- I- I've always just Craig Cole who wrestles as Pitbull. That's, this, I always- this, this, is, this is how deep the lie is, Tony. There's a whole list of lies that goes on. If you look at uh, when he ran Warzone Wrestling, yeah. it was an outlaw wrestling promotion. He didn't even register the business name. He didn't even register the business name. You can go to the Australian Business Registry and look at who is under the name of Warzone Wrestling throughout the history. There is no one apart from one owner, which was the previous owner. I mean, there's been debt collectors coming after Grain Flem. It's There is a whole tapestry of lies so if he had a registered the business name it may not have been his because is craig cole actually a registered pseudonym of his or is it just a parliament there's been a sole trader called craig r cole i understand the r stands for a reprobate registered in 2021 at the start of 2021 when all these lies and fibs, yeah. when the hand comes out, oh, donate to my fake political party, A1 numbskulls, a fake party, not even registered as a political party, taking donations. Donations that they said, it's a political donation. No, nah, it's just going in the back pocket of one G Flem. Well, how can we get, how do we know that his real name's Graham Flem or Craig Cole or, I mean, well, it could be. He's done Joe research. Fox. Well, there's no, no, no. There's a simple thing. Now, we all know Graham Flem likes Donald Trump. So I am going to Donald Trump's playbook. Graham Flem, if you say who you think you are, you're to provide your birth certificate. Show us your birth certificate. If you're not Graham Flem, it's quite simple. Get a video happening. Get your birth certificate out and show us. Because I know you're Graham Flem. Everyone knows you're Graham Flem now. The jig's up, Flem. I, I refuse to call him Graham Flem. You refuse to call him Graham Flem? Well, because I only know him as Craig Cole. I, 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 I understand what you're lie. saying, and I appreciate that that's his name, but I just I can't find myself to say it. You're feeding into the conspiracy. He is it, To be fair, Tony's planning Flem. on... Tony subscribes to his newsletter. No, oh, I damn. don't. No, no. Well... <laughs> 
listen, listen. He he wants to cover it up. I've been contacted by his lawyers, the offices of Liar and Deshonko, and they have told me they are going to be sue me for defamation of character. How can a man be sued by calling another man Graham? Or his real name. His you real name. You his can't name. be sued for calling him his real name. Graham with an E, Flame with a G. Yeah. That's it. This is worrying. It's very worrying. How are we going to vote for someone and we don't even know his real name? I mean, you, you know, there's, there's lots of politicians do dodgy things. And this is by far, far the dodgiest. You run for a fake political party, you're taking fake donations, and you're using a fake name. Well, it's definitely a fake political party. Like that's that, that's beyond beyond doubt. Like that's I'm, they're not registered. I mean, the guy who runs it dresses up like Gaddafi trying to get votes. It's ridiculous. Now I have heard another story, and I, I haven't been able to confirm or deny this. The fact that Graham Flem's origin actually is as a Lebanese-born person. And as a result, the pronunciation of his surname is actually Flem. Well, um, I'm, I'm, not sure you, I'm not sure where you got that because we looked at Ancestry.com yeah. and Flem is actually an American name. Also being translated in French as Lecoff can also be spelled as Lecoq. So like there's... C-O-C-Q? Look, do, do your research, Tony. All you got to do is just go to Ancestry.com. You can look up the name. Okay. The cough is how you get rid of phlegm, from my experience. how you get rid of phlegm. And that's what we got to do. we got to let cough to get rid of the phlegm. Yeah. Yeah. Did he have a brother called Mucus? Mucus? <laughs> mucus phlegm. I believe it's... <laughs> mucus phlegm. That's, 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 that's ridiculous, Tony. No, yeah, I was just asking. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. This that's is a serious topic. Serious I was just topic. asking. I... I wasn't making that's a like joke. Calling him, that's like calling him Flem Flem. That's like Mario Mario. Right. I might start a Kickstarter to get to the bottom of this. Well, I believe well, Mario Mario was then turned into Super Mario because the double Mario actually gave him superpowers. Exactly, exactly. Well, you're yeah, speaking of Kickstarters. I'm uh, launching a Kickstarter too. It's not for my comic, but if you want to read my comic, go to uh, at Markout Comics at Instagram. You can follow the links and get a 10-page uh, preview. But I'm doing a different crowdfunding experience. You want to know what it's about? Please tell. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So I'm building a wrestling venue in Footscray. It's called the Footscray Square Gardens. I need a million dollars. It's going to be built in the old Forges place. It's it, it's going to be huge. That's it's right in the middle of Footscray. That's great. It's right in the middle of Footscray in the old Forges. It's not run through Kickstarter or anything. I'm just taking direct donations. So this would be the ultimate in marketing. It is the ultimate in marketing. That is correct. That is correct. The, the thing about it being in the old forges, will you actually discount some tickets? We'll discount some tickets. We've also got different, yeah, different um, pledges you can do. You can pay us a thousand dollars and help us clean out the asbestos. There'll be plenty of that. It's ripe with it. It's ripe with it. But it's the best not to be a place. It's going to take a while to build, but that's why we're like seeking donations. So how much do I have to pay? How much do I have to pay um, to get the opportunity to come down with my broom and sweep the place? Oh, at least a thousand dollars. Just send it to uh, at PayPal, uh, Mark Dubs eighty two at Gmail. Any donations would be great. There's no receipts, but you know. We don't need receipts and crowdfunding anymore, guys. The same as political donations. 
well, yeah. political donations to a party that doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> it's very hard to get those tax credits. Or a crowdfunding campaign that's not on a crowdfunding platform. Huh? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Uh, Mark Williamson, Lord Mark Williamson, thank you so much for your help in getting to the bottom of the Graham. Well, I don't story. think we got to the bottom of it, but um, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and we'll see. I, I think we've only scratched the surface. The simple solution all Graham Flem needs to do is provide his birth certificate to prove he says who he says. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. All right. Well, let's see if that comes forward at any time soon. If it doesn't, we assume that Graham Flem is the correct name of this. Well, I was going to call him imposter, but well, he is to an extent. Charlatan. 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 Yep, Charlatan's even better. Flim Flam Man. Grifter. Yeah. Well, oh. Let's wait and see what happens, whether that burst... I hope he doesn't try and sue us. How could he? Well, we, that's uh, his real name. I hear from the lawyers from Liara and Deshonko are quite thorough. Are that's because, right. We've got, we've got our own lawyer, me? Martin Dostasio, like yeah. he can fight <laughs> back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still works out of his car. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, he's mobile. It's great. Well, he's upgraded. He's upgraded. He's got a um, van now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's all about the vibe. It's a 1982 uh, Volkswagen van. Yeah, no, he's done well. He's done well. Uh, Lord Mark Williamson, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Welcome back. Second part of the program, Matt Hayter. You you can't. He's just a nice sort of guy. Well, I mean, you can. Well, a lot of people would would like to. Don't worry. Um, Yeah. Uh, He's very, very, let's just call him very confident. Very, very confident. He's taking over Australia. Very Um, sure of himself. <laughs> yes, that he is. There's no doubting that he is very sure. But as we said, uh, a good guy, I think. I, I like him. I like him, and he's a good talent. Well, he's a, a great, great talent. talent. Great, There's no talent. denying that. No, yeah. no we've denying been, we've that. been we've been spoiled over in Melbourne in more recent time, uh, seeing Matt Hader yeah. over here. Uh, regularly, so well, the amount of interstate guys that have been coming over recently have been fantastic for us. Not saying that the Melbourne guys aren't great, but to complement that with some great uh, interstate guys too has been amazing. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that we've been benefited from having uh, no internationals is that we've been given the opportunity to all see a lot more people moving between the states. So it's not just us. I think in Adelaide on the weekend there was uh, they had Davis Storm and they had Edward mm. Dusk. So it's happening everywhere. Yeah. Uh, good. Is Brooksy going into state or is he going overseas or what's he doing? We hear that he's leaving MCW. Or so MCW tell us. I yeah. have no idea, Tony, and I cannot get a straight answer out of anybody. Hmm. I've tried. Like I've tried as tried. I've tried. <laughs> I can't only get, get stuffed is a very anybody. good straight answer that they give you. I think it's fuck off, Welshy is the general. I think, you know, you know, when. You know when you um ring people and they want to reject your call, you can have the preset messages. Yep. I swear everyone in Melbourne's got fuck off Belshi as one of their presets. Yeah. Sorry, yep. not sorry. I'm in a meeting. I'll call you later. Nah, it's just fuck off Belshi. Yeah. Well, you're talking to state Tony. He's. I think he's headed up to Queensland in a couple of weeks to run a sem- seminar up there. So um. Yeah, I don't know. This is maybe he's maybe he's going back overseas. Um. Maybe well, he's he, dead. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he has a lot of unfinished business overseas. Mm. Um, yeah, which we've we spoke about it before. The Ring of Honor contract. Well, and that, the, that was unstarting business. Um, 
Well, yeah, basically. Um, you know, and he was meant to be there with the business. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, if if this is it for Brooksy and MCW, he's had a good run. He's been a staple there for years. You know, won every championship. You know, ballroom brawl winner, tag titles. You know, had some of MCW's best matches. You know, 2017 with Will Ospreay. I think that was you know part of the uh, Osprey coming out party. Um, you know. Yeah, um, some good memories. All right, so we'll wait and see what happens with Brooksy. Time will tell. Uh, I think, I, do you think we'll get a farewell match, or is he just done? No, like, he's gone as well. According to MCW, he will he will not work for the company again. Yeah, uh, the, the the post scene didn't. Yeah, it wasn't him yeah. at a final match. Um, yeah, maybe he's heading overseas sooner than later. And yeah, interesting. Maybe he's going to DMDU. Well, maybe. I, I don't think so. He, maybe he's going to AEW for All Out and their pay per view. Maybe that's so maybe. Well, that is on Monday. Um, he could be. Maybe there. he's going to be a surprise, being uh, you know Buddy Matthews' corner. I think I believe my Buddy's on the pay per view. Um, oh, is he back from his alleged suspension? I don't know. Alleged suspension? Yeah. Self imposed. No. No rumors. Yeah, just rumours. But, you know, you're going to have the the Punk and Mox, uh, Moxley rematch. Let's know. see if Punk can last four minutes this time. That would be a good effort from him. Well, yeah, between uh, last week uh, on Dynamite and his UFC career, um, you know, he's, he's done a couple of short matches in his time. Uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty interesting. You don't, you don't see finishes like that. So, you know, I think it caught everyone off guard. Um, well, I think it's it, great to have the odd match that finishes like that because um, it keeps people on their toes. Like, remember the Goldberg-Brock Lesnar match when Goldberg came out and squashed him? I think um, yeah. it happens in big fights. So it should happen in yeah. wrestling. Not all the time, but yeah. once a year, twice a year. It gets people talking, and it got me interested. So yeah, and, and, well, and obviously well booked. Yeah, oh, I th- I thought it was it was really good. You know, we we spoke a couple of weeks ago about how Moxley has put the company on his back a couple of times in, you know, not the greatest of circumstances with you know during the pandemic and that. So you know, winning both belts, and then now he has to defend. Well, assume uh, it's Punk versus Moxley at the pay per view. Still got another Dynamite before then uh, in Punk's hometown. So. I think he'll last a bit longer, but it puts that doubt in your head. Is he uh, is he fully recovered from the ankle injury um, and sur- surgery? I, I I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. And all the rumors, uh, they they the first time in the history they they're copying rumors from the wrestling media about morale and stuff like that. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well. So the 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 on screen stuff appears to have turned a corner since their good talents come back. Yeah. But now they're facing the backstage challenge for the first time. Um, and let's see how that plays out as well. Hey, what have happened to Dean Ambrose? I haven't seen him for ages. Uh, uh, he's, no. His cousin, John Moxley, seems to have hmm. um, risen Can you have twin place. cousins? Because they look very similar, those two. They're strong genes. Yeah, very, very strong. Well, he loves working in them. Um, I think he's down at the PC. Um, I don't think he's one of Triple H's guys. So here, here's a good story. You see, you can. I read in the paper the other day that a set of twin guys 
married a set of twin girls and they both had individual babies three months apart, but the cousins are actually brothers because they have yeah, the same genetically, genes. Genetically that cousins. That is weird. That could be Moxley and Dean Ambrose. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You've mm. solved it. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Now I'm we sure. just got to get you onto the Middle Eastern crisis and we'll have world peace. DMDU <laughs> Deathmatch Tournament. They could solve the Middle Eastern crisis. <laughs> uh, we went uh, to the show. Um, look, I'll start by saying Deathmatch Wrestling is not my favorite type of wrestling. So I understand that the tournaments, it's not for me. Um, there was a good crowd and the crowd were reacting, and that's all you need. Um, I think they probably, um, were having not done a show for a while, I think that helped the excitement of the crowd as well. So the atmosphere was really strong. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I think for myself, you know, I've always let it know I get a bit uneasy with the deathmatch stuff. Um, I think, I think it worked better last year for me, having it over the two nights and not just having every match being a deathmatch. Um, you know, it was a little bit of sprinkling. You know, was it four death matches a night last year? Um, I thought it was one night last year. Nah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was one night. You sure? You're thinking of the heavyweight tournament. Oh, it was too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely one night. It was definitely one night. I got there late and saw the final. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, well, you know, we're not the target audience for it, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, I tell you what. Gore and um, uh, what's his name? Ant Caver had had a really good pro Is wrestling he, match. You're going to get a message off Ant Caver. Yeah, well, I always get him. He's always slagging me off for eating carbs. And I don't even. He doesn't. I don't even post what I eat. How does he know? Well, he can tell. Yeah, hey, well, uh, I'm a walking advertisement for him. No, go. Is there anything else you want to say oh, about? Uh, no, no, that was yeah. that was a really good match. I actually think. Um, I'd like to see Gore versus Ant Cover again and yeah, again. It was again. good. And, really and good, Scott, uh, and, and, really and good Scott, chemistry. Oh, definitely. Skylar Cruz and Cracker Jack at ringside um, were a highlight of the match as well. Uh, a little bit of shenanigans. Uh, but, yeah, just a great pro wrestling match. Um, you know, we should announce Joel won the tournament, so he's officially not no, a he? loser it in Australia. It shocks me because he's, he's such a loser. Yeah, so he's a triple crown champion. And he's heading back overseas in a week or two. Watch um, him come back without the championships. Well, yeah. yeah he just... And then the whole DMD used to go to America to get him back. But you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen is Joel's going to lose the belts over there. He's going to claim Qantas lost his luggage. Ah, smart. Very clever. Very smart. Hey, what I'll tell a worker. You what, uh, my son Connor went to see Lucha in Preston. Well, a good idea, actually, to get him in to give us a review. Hey, Connor! This isn't on the run sheet. No, it's it's highly you. You've Connor! Gone, you've gone rogue. You've prearranged him. Is he, he even home? Uh, I don't know it's, if he was. Maybe he's not in the shower or something. He can't hear you. Connor! As yeah, long as he doesn't follow <laughs> oh, him. Here he man. comes. We need you to do a preview, yeah, was... a review of uh, Lucha for us. <laughs> on, on the fly. You haven't run it past oh. him or us. This is good. Yeah, this is on the fly. This is on the... It is on the fly. Oh, it was a pretty good event, though. Well, what, cool. what, ha- what happened? Well, they opened it up and they uh, had a fight first up, which was just, a, you know, standard. Just the crowd or in the ring? You were in, in Preston. The in the ring. In the ring. Uh, and then what happened? Then they had a break. 
came back and then they had this fight with these two guys, Vampiro and uh, Wicked Witch. This Vampiro guy was a gay character, came out, wanted to kiss the Wicked Witch guy. And then they fought. The Wicked Witch was like, no, get off me. Get the fuck away from me. And then they fought. And then at the end, he goes, wait, stop. I love you. And they both start kissing and laying on top of each other in the ring. That's my pro wrestling. You don't get this at MCW. <laughs> and then they had an interlude. They had a magician. Oh, Matty Wild was there. What was that? Was Matty Wild there, was he? Big mustachio hipster gentleman. Mm, doesn't sound like him. Oh. Seems like and a real magician. Yeah. And then they had another fight, which was all right. And then... In between this, the tequila guy coming around pouring shots in. He would have been popular. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, he loved it. He fuck. He was grouse. I got two shots from him, so that was a bonus. And then they had the tag team main event, which was Jesus versus Pope. <laughs> Hang on, who were they tagging with? Uh, the Pope had a nun, and then Jesus just had another fighter. So the Pope didn't have a tag team? The Pope had none, did you say? What? The Pope had... <laughs> The Pope had the the nun Sheila. So the Pope had no partner. No All right. None. Yeah, none. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, none zilch. I, I know in that uh, religion, the Pope has no Sheilas. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that is true. God would have struggled as well because he doesn't exist. No. So out of 10? <laughs> Give it eight. Oh, no, nine. Nine because of Mariachi nine. Band at the end. Mariachi Band. <laughs> we we do have to make it at night, Tony, and we do have to go we'll to a it. Lucha Fantastica. It was great. You can go cook dinner now. Off you go. I like. Exactly. I really like the fact that he really hits on that they're fights and not really, out. I, I, really, um, I really like the fact that he was uh, more intelligent than me when trying to preview <laughs> or review a show. Well, you went to a Lucha Fantastica. I loved it. Uh, you went to oh half of one. I, I think they no, opened it up one match. They opened yeah. it up and there was a fight. Yeah. Then... <laughs> well, you got I that from you. You're the only person I know that calls them fights. Yeah, I prefer. Oh yeah, I prefer bout. Stash. Um, uh, I think there's matches or bouts. Matches, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jonah, is he going back to WWE? What's the story there? A little bit of a rumor doing the Mills, or is that a rumor mill? It's a rumor. Um, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful. Uh, uh, speculating that he's he's in talks of returning, so mm. you know it's a we well he just had a a really good G one. Um, he's doing some good stuff in the states. Uh, you know he's got a win over a Carter. I think if he keeps his options open, you know to the highest bidder or whatever he wants to do, like um, you know. You've seen if, him work under Triple H before at NXT. He got a decent push under Triple H. He's um, a Triple H guy. He's a Triple H guy. And and obviously that helps uh, now. Um, Triple H loved him in NXT, didn't he? You're yeah, right. look, yeah. For me, if you're Jonah, uh, you're wanting some assurances that your presentation is going to be better than how you were presented last time you were there. Because yeah. although he was winning in NXT... They weren't presenting him the way he. Sh- they were presenting him as someone who was just happy to be there. Yeah, and yeah I don't yeah. like that because I, I hate that because he's he got there by being a monster, and then yeah. they then he's like winning second tier titles and crying in the ring 
this is all I've dreamed of. And I don't want that Jonah. I want the monster. I want the Jonah that was in the G1. Yeah, That's the Jonah no, that will be successful in America. Yeah, that 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 whole presentation of him in New Japan, and uh, he is the he's a monster there. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, he can call his own shots if New Japan are calling and WWE are calling. You know, pick what's the best for himself, and uh, it's awesome. Yeah, being demand. There's no um, doubting he can be successful there. We yeah. were surprised when he got released. So yeah. it's just a case of he's got to protect his own brand when he with anything he signs. In my opinion. Yeah, yep. good point. Uh, WWE Women's Tag Titles, what's happening there? Well, I thought something big would happen, oh, but it didn't. didn't. Um, so we put it on the... <laughs> I thought uh, we might have seen Naomi and Sasha rock up at the end of that match, but um, it was... What, what I did like, it was treated like a big deal. So the show, it main evented Raw. They had pyros for the winners, um, congratulations to Raquel and um, Aaliyah, like both of them winning their first title on the main roster. Aaliyah, like no one thought that she'd even still have a job by now. Now she's a WWE champion. So um, that's going to be good because at some stage Raquel's going to decide to throw her around and that's going to work well. Um, but I'm still expecting Sasha and Naomi at some stage to come out and say, well, hang on, these are our belts. We never lost them. Yeah. Well, they, they were added to the roster page on WWE. I mean, was the, well, that's the rumor. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, you know, if they're in talks with Triple H, um, you know, I think tag titles being respected more. You can see the little fingerprints. Are well, slowly it's what they coming. walked out because of. Yeah. Uh, so, that's changed. Well, Vince is not a tag team guy. He never has. You know, why pay two people when you can pay one? He's not a uh, women's wrestling guy either. Well, that too. Um, you know, Triple H a bit more ahead of the times and pro wrestling-esque instead of the sports entertainment. Um, There's so, still yeah, a place be- that, like, I think he's got a good balance because the segment between Kurt Angle and um, uh, what's his what's the other guy's name? Um uh, Chad Gable was fantastic yeah. entertainment. Okay, I, di- I didn't, I didn't see that. I they seen had a, they had a shush off. Mm. Well, there you go. See that, that's Kurt Angle's wheelhouse. You don't want to see him get physical anymore, other than maybe you know one or two spots if 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 it goes that way. But he he is a really good comedic uh, wrestler and performer. Um, you know when he did GM stuff years ago, and and if you watch. Raw on KO. It's a two-hour show. Well, that helps. Yeah. That helps. I, I I seen the the little side-by-side promo with Seth and Matt Riddle today. Did anyone see that? No, I saw him yeah. fighting in the car park. Uh, yeah, well, so Seth uh, mentioned uh, Matt Riddle's family and then said, oh, that's right, you don't have a family. Uh, your wife <laughs> left you and the kids. So it was, And then Matt Riddle, was, they were bleeping out him saying fuck and everything. So look, yeah, what's well, realism? Yeah, so blending that stuff and not being so, not I don't want to say cartoonish because that's probably too far. Still over rehearsed. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's very very produced. Very produced within an inch of its life. Um, yeah, this didn't seem. How as many camera? Produced. How many camera cuts did they have during that promo? I know because I I watched it. I just shook my phone. Just so I ah. still had the Kev- so I had the old a little bit of nostalgia for myself. The Kevin yeah. Dunn, the Kevin yeah, Dunn experience. You know? 
you know, so. <laughs> Quick preview of Renegades of Wrestling, boys. Oh, this is going to be big. Like I see a Lockie Hendricks meet and greet's been announced. And he's, he's got merch on sale. He's got merch. Well, I think we're the... We, do we take... We claim... Yeah, we, we can claim we take credit we, for this, don't we, Tony? Disgusted. We pushed him. I'm going to get myself a shirt, Tony. Are you yeah, going to be there Saturday night? I'm hoping to. I'm well, disgusted. I've got, got a footy match I've got to do first, but then I'll come after if, that. Disgusted. If you're not, if you're not Tony, I'll... I'll get you a shirt. Thank you, mate. I'll get a photo. Is it in Essendon Uh, again? Is that like when you said you were going to buy him hot sauce and then didn't? Yeah. He never got back to me on that. No, there was only one bottle left. Five years of disappointment it's been since I've been with you guys. Uh, It's going to be another five. Don't worry about that. Um, Um, But Lockie Hendricks versus Matt Diamond, and then you've got Matt Hayter versus Rat Daddy, the winners into the finals to win the title. And then you've got on the women's side, You've got Aisha versus Tali, and the winner goes on to wrestle Shazza. Wow. Who are you? Who are your champions? Uh, I, I, I feel Shazza's going to be the first women's champion. Tali for uh, me. Tali. Oh, it's it's got to be Aisha. Aisha Ooh. for you, Elshie. I knew that would be. I just feel Shazza. Wait, well, to... Aisha. Firstly, is a friend of the show. Aisha. We love We've her. She's a great listener. She's a Victorian. Cheering and her she's, on, and she's a bitch. Yep, that's yep. the winner. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, fair. And Lockie Hendricks for me in the men's. Me too, Tony. I'm a big. Uh, yeah, I'm a big lucky guy. Yeah, I Lovely. used to be a big lucky guy. And Lyle, you were picking Matt Hayter right throughout that interview. Yeah, you well, were too. He was right there. Well, what am I meant to say? Yeah, you know what, I mean? what I'm like, going to say. Rat Daddy oh, will win the tournament. <laughs> I tell you. Rat Daddy versus Matt Hayter in the, the semi. That's going to be a great match. Lockie versus Matt Diamond. The first time ever. Um, I just feel that Matt Hayter keeps getting ripped off by Renegades and he, he never gets his opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like something's going to cost him. That's not mm-hmm. of his own volition. It won't be his fault he loses. You, It'll be you, someone are, else's. Are you so someone costs him in the semi and Rat Daddy goes in and in some way... Hater turns the final into a three-way and ends up in there anyway. Well, he should because he deservedly needs, he deserves yeah. that sort of opportunity because he hasn't get any. Yeah, that's what I said to him in the interview. Uh, he deserves more opportunities. Uh, but Lockie for mine, Tony. Yeah, me I'll be too. having my shirt. I'm having a Lockie Hendrick shirt on, cheering him. Well, on. I'm telling you right now, Lockie does not have the killer edge to win this tournament. He's gone soft. Four uh, X large for me, please, Lyle. Four X large, Thank so you got room to grow into it. So you want to drink that. a bad beer and have a large? No, I want to be able yeah. to put my wife yeah. inside the t-shirt with me at the same time. Uh, she might have some words. I was going to say, get a, get approval from your wife, Tony. I don't. Yeah, think that's well, I'll ask. I'll let you know. Uh, I'll text you. Uh, Thursday, PCW Slam in Ferntree Gully. Nothing on, no wrestling at all in Australia on Friday. There probably is. We apologise to any promotion that's got a. No, they can always reach out and tell us. You can always reach out. Yeah. You can always reach out. Uh, and on Saturday, I can tell everyone right now if you reach out, we'll do a whole segment on you. We will, no doubt. (laughs) We'll even interview people. We'll we'll do a segment and we might not even, we might miss it and not put it in the upcoming events, but you'll still get, which is what Lyle's done. Quality minutes. I tell you what, five or six quality minutes. While while we're very much looking forward to uh, upcoming events here in Melbourne. I wish I was in Perth this weekend. EPW Retribution at the Frio Social looks absolutely fantastic. 
the matches they've got lined up there. QWA Rockhampton at the stand, uh, sorry, Stampede at the Rockhampton, Rockhampton Indoor Sports Arena, and Newey Pro number ninety three at the House of the Free Fighting. I believe Renegades is also on, but for and some Renegades reason, too, I'm getting to that. Uh, does that mean you have to pay House of Free Fighting? I think That's, it's um it's a style. It's a style. It's Newcastle, so like every house has free fighting in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the Renegades are wrestling at the Ukraine Social Club in Essendon. Well, I believe it's called Renegades, Renegades Arena. Um, Renegades yeah. Arena. Okay. They bring about the hot dogs this this time. Bring back the hot dogs. I want uh, someone to name their 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 um their venue Tina the Tina Arena. Yeah, okay. That would work. Mm. It would. Anyway, congratulations to that loser, Joel. Yeah, well done, Joel. For finally winning. Please don't lose the title overseas. I think it was his birthday as well. It is his birthday um, yesterday, so happy birthday as well. Time for us to go. We're getting old. Talk to you later. Well, only because you've got this tribunal thing. I have. Defending a runner. I know. (laughs) I might see if I can get him six Just let him get... Try and get him suspended as long as possible yeah, so they don't ask you it. again. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining us right here on the Turnbuckle.